Vindaf Kuf Beis. Today's amazing email comes from Dr. Dan Kaufman from the Five Towns. He says, over the years I've dabbled in Daf Yoimi. I used to dread doing the Daf Yoimi every day, but felt it was the only way I could be Kiveya Itam Latoira. Since Kalman of the Five Towns introduced me to the Shir, I wake up every morning and can't wait until I do the Daf with the Rebelli. For me, it's a game changer to actually look forward to doing the Daf. The clarity, sense of humor, excitement, and sense of camaraderie, Rebelli fosters in the Shior, provide a framework around which my day is focused. I look forward to Mitzvah many more years with Rebelli finishing shots. Yushukayach, Dr. Dan Kaufman. Says the mission on Daf Kuvbeis. There's a negger. There's a bolt that bolts the door down so that you can't open it, even if it has a knob on top, Rebeleza says it's also to use on Shabbos since it's like you're building on Shabbos. Rebeleza says it's okay. Each one brought a raya from Gamliel Azokin. One said, you see, Rebeleza Azokin said it's also. He said, no, in fact, it used to be also. Rebeleza Azokin said it's mutter. If this bolt is tied with a string that if you grab the bolt, it's not going to destroy the string, according to everybody, it's muchach, you could see that this bolt is for the door. So it's mutter to use on Shabbos. The whole machlaikas is, what if you grab the bolt and the string rips? That's where the machlaikas stands. Do we say that the glustera, the nav on top, creates a kli? It's as if it's a pestle, it's a, it's a kli from pestle and a mortar, or not? Says the Mishnah, if you have a bolt without a glustera, without a knob, and it's dragging on the ground. Part of it is on the floor. So in the Beis HaMikdash, this is only Issa Durabanan, and there's no Issa Durabanan in the Beis HaMikdash if you need it for the purpose of the Beis HaMikdash, like, let's say for Karbanas, for salt, or whatever it is. However, in the rest of the world, it's also to use such a bolt. Rabbi Yehuda argues and he says, you're permitted to use such a bolt. And that's the halacha. Says Rava, provided that the bolt is tied into the actual door and not the mezuzah. And we're talking about a very thin string that if you pull the bolt, it would rip. Now, if it's a very thick string and you pull it and it doesn't rip, then Rava agrees that it doesn't have to be tied directly to the door. It could also be tied to the frame of the door. If it's tied with a gemi, like a reed, it's not considered tied at all, and it's also. If it's not tied and it's laying down on the ground, even the Bishan Migdash, it's also to use such a bolt because that's like building and according to the Tanakama, it's mutter. If you make a handle to the bolt, then it's like the pestle of the mortar and it's a kli and it's mutter to use on shops. If you have a very large beam, it takes 10 men to lift it up and they would lift it and place it to secure the door. That's a kli and it's mutter to move on Shabbos, it becomes like a bench, which is mutter. The same would apply if you have a giant mortar, a giant bowl, weighs a lot, but it's a kli. You could, in certain circumstances, use it if you're a caterer or whatever, and you want to put it up against the door, so mutter to use. Rav Asi said that if you have these arches above a boat, that you'd put fabric on it to protect you from the elements, and the arch itself is a tefach wide, that's enough for oil, and you have a temporary oil. Once you have a temporary oil, you can add to that oil on Shabbos and you're not over anything. Not only that, says Ravasi, even if they are less than a tefach wide, however, they are, two of them are next to each other within three tefachim, so we say lavad, we bridge the gap, and now you can place fabric over it, and it's not usher as you creating your oil on Shabbos, since you already have an oil. Tysus points out, that doesn't mean if you take 
two small objects and put them next to each other on Shabbos, you just created an oil. We only say this lekula, not lechumrah. What if you have sheep that during the daytime it's very hot, so you need to place some sort of temporary oil on top of them, some fabric, but at night they need to breathe, they need the air, so you want to move it. So the idea is, the etza is, you leave, you roll it up, and as long as you have a tefach width in the roll, so now you have a oil that already existed, and now you can unroll it, and you're not over on oil. If you have a curtain, that's a temporary curtain, you let it take it down, put it back up. The same thing would apply to kilos chasana. This is a bridal bed, and it's made with two horizontal beams and one vertical, and they place a piece of fabric around it, and the fabric comes down on an angle. The Gemara says this is okay to put together on Shabbos, provided that the ceiling doesn't have a tefach. Not only that, within the ceiling, the Ritzvachim on the ceiling, it can have a tefach as well, because we say lovers. Not only that, on the bottom, the actual angle of the fabric cannot have a total of a tefach. It can't be mild, it can't create shade over a tefach. So if so, we're dealing with less than three Ritzvachim. What kind of person sleeps under a bed that's less than three Tvachim, explains Rashi, but we're talking about many of these smaller Oyalim on the top. A felt hat, sort of what a lot of people wear, black hats. Is it a problem to wear on Shabbos if it has a very large brim? Says the Gemara, if it's not dependent on the brim, if you don't put it on tightly under your chin, then it's also, it might come to fall off, also to wear on Shabbos. Says the Mishnah, when it comes to Putting a door back on a hinge, let's say it's the door of your house, that's 100% Asur Raisa. But if it's of a Kli, she the table of a Migdal, you have some sort of cabinet that has a door. Well, there's a difference between the upper hinge and the lower hinge. The upper hinge is what puts it into position. It might not be 100% straight, but it's pretty much there. But if you put it on the lower hinge, what's going to happen is the door will completely fall off. So therefore, the upper hinge is a Raisa to do. The lower hinge is not a problem. So even in the Beis HaMikdash would be usher to put back the upper hinge. The lower hinge, since it's only Isidur Rabbanon, is a mutter in the Beis HaMikdash, if you need it for carbon, etc. Rebuda says that the upper one is also mutter in the Beis HaMikdash. And the lower one is even mutter anywhere else. But once it's attached to the ground, like a hinge for a pit, etc., that is usher. A kind that has a bandage on his hand from Erev Shabbos. And a bandage is a chassid that says, V'lokach b'yoday, has to be able to t- do the avoid with his hand. Since, if we say that he can't, if he, since he has to remove it for, for the avoidah, we say he cannot put it back on, he might refrain from doing the avoidah. So here's a case where we allow something so that uh, Israel doesn't happen at, later on down the line. The Tanakhama holds that you could put back the bandage and Rebuta says, it's usur, and that's how we pass him. This is if your bandage falls down onto the ground, if according to everybody it's usr, or if it falls onto a kli like a pillow, if according to everybody it's mutter. Even according to Rabbi Yehuda, if the bandage slips off slightly, you could put it back on. If you want to deal with the wound, you could remove part of the bandage, clean out the wound, and put it back, and then get the wound from the other side. But be careful not to smear the actual bandage itself, because then that's the Isidai Raisa of Mimareach, have a wonderful day.